Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today, enjoying conversation with outstanding people in the real estate and lending and title and escrow and all sorts of industries related to home ownership. But, you know, we also love living in northern Nevada. And living in northern Nevada means why Why would you buy a home here? Why would you live here? So many fun things to do, so many great scenes, so many outdoor activities. We're going to talk about some of those things today, along with the big event coming up here very soon. It's called Sheep Dip. And joining me in the studio is Kevin Karp. And Kevin is has been involved with Sheep Dip for many, many years. He's going to tell us about that. We're going to talk about builder sentiment, new homes, and the real estate market in northern Nevada, all that and more after this quick message. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show. Today, we are helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. And you know, when you buy real estate for investment properties like a rental, or you might want to maybe get an apartment complex, a fourplex, a threeplex, a duplex, you really need to consider incorporating your business so that you have some protection between you and you know all those bad things that can happen, slip and falls, and all sorts of complicated issues that can happen when you own real estate, investment real estate, in your own name as a sole proprietor. I recommend that you talk to Sherry Hill. Sherry is at Sage International. She's helped real estate investors for over 20 years, helping them put things together so that they can make the best profits and have the smoothest travels possible as a real estate investment owner. You can call Sherry Hill at 775-786-5515. Tell her Peter sent you and she will give you a fantastic program. With me in the studio today, I have Kevin Karp. Kevin is a local attorney here in Northern Nevada, and Kevin is one of the principals in the project called Sheep Dip. This is not a new project, Kevin. This is definitely not a new project. In fact, this year is Sheep Dip 54. Oh, man. Wow. 54 continuous years of Sheep Dip. That's amazing. Um, it is referred to, we jokingly refer to it as a parody for charity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We roast local politicians, local celebrities. Um, we roast anything that's, that's Nevada related. Uh, if we can make a joke about it and fit it into the amount of time that the show takes, we'll do it. We write our own songs. We write our own sketches. Uh, we have a lot of local celebrities that cooperate with us. Usually, uh, usually the mayors of both Reno and Sparks show up to participate. We never know from one year, year to the next. Mm-hmm. Every governor in the last 54 years, with the exception of one <clears throat> who didn't have a sense of humor, um, has happily cooperated with Sheep Dip because they know all the money raised goes to charity. Um, and uh, we always have some, some city council people, Washoe County commissioners show up, and a lot of local celebrities from the local news, Channel 2, Channel 4, Channel 8, um, Fox, they periodically show up. Joe Hart is a regular <laughs> with Sheep Dip. Um, he is a very funny guy. He's got a sketch in this year's Sheep Dip as well. Um, we Our own segment of Ask Joe, but trust me, our version of Ask Joe is not something they could put on the air. <laughs> um, and uh, But he loves it. And we have a lot of uh, uh, 
older radio and news celebrities. Dave Finley has been a part of Sheep Dip almost since the beginning. Um, Ron Smith has been a part of Sheep Dip every year from the beginning. Uh, and so we have uh, all these people that have been doing it forever because, they one, they enjoy it, and two, they recognize its benefit to the community. And this year, Sheep Dip is going to be on January 12th and 13th in the El Dorado Theater. And I, you're going to hear me say the El Dorado Theater multiple times because every time you talk to somebody that's familiar with Sheep Dip, they say, oh, the nugget. No, it's not at the nugget anymore. Last year and this year and in, fu- in the future, it looks like we're going to be at the El Dorado. El Dorado. Good yeah. property there. <clears throat> Great theater. We love oh, yeah. working in that theater. So the people that are involved with Sheep Dip, it sounds like a lot of them are involved with the media. A lot of the people in, the, in Sheep Dip, they're somewhat thespians because there's an acting uh, component to that. And then singing and dancing, I'm sure, is part of that. Kevin, why would you, of all people, an attorney in Northern Nevada, be involved with Sheep Dip? Well, I've been a singer, a uh, professional singer most of my life, and I'm in a band called Baker Street now. And uh, this year, I'm in addition to singing with Sheep Dip, I'm, I'm the vocal director. And uh, I, I got involved with, actually, I was involved with Sheep Dip years ago, one time because a, a very close friend of mine who died um, in, the, in the year following um, got, me to, got me involved in Sheep Dip. And, uh, and then a number of years ago, um, Barbara Finley, who was also involved in Sheep Dip, retired Judge Finley, um, her husband Dave Finley was the one who was involved in, on television for years. Barbara was performing my son's marriage ceremony. And when I tried to give her something to uh, thank her for helping, she said, no, don't give me anything, but would you and, and Catherine, that's my wife, come back and do Sheep Dip? So we've been, we came back and we've been doing it ever since. Very nice, yes. I look at Sheep Dip kind of like the old uh, Dean Barton roasts, kind of like that. It's also a little bit of laugh-in from the times that I've been there. Definitely. It's a ton of fun. You have two shows that you're going doing on 12th and 13th of Correct. January. 12th and 13th. Are both shows the same or the, you know, just for convenience of the attendees? Well, they're, they're similar. I won't call it the same because we have something. Every year we give out what's called the Shaft Award. Mm. Um, Robert Round, uh, Richard Roundtree? <laughs> More like something <laughs> that, um, that would be uncomfortable if you sat on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there's four nominees for the Shaft Award. We announce two of them on Friday. We announce two of them on Saturday. And then on Saturday, we give the final Shaft Award. I would imagine a mining industry for the year. executive would be a good person to give them the Shaft Award. You know, I, I, uh, I'm not allowed to say who the nominees are this year. Uh, we, we keep that a secret until the actual show. But usually they get invited to Sheep Dip. And they might even be told that they are a potential nominee for the Shaft Award. And even though all of these people, because they've been in the community a while, understand that the Shaft Award is not something you really want to earn, but they also have a sense of humor about it, and they laugh about it, and once again, they recognize it's for charity. So they they come up and they give speeches. Uh, we've had some hilarious speeches over the years I've been involved. I remember um, I remember Gino Martini gave a really funny speech one, one year, and Howard um, Rosenberg. Howard Rosenberg gave gave a, a God. We couldn't stop laughing from his speech. Um, he w- he took over the microphone, and and you know we we let him have it. Of course, and he, <laughs> took, he took over the microphone, and he was. We were having trouble quietly laughing backstage because you're trying. You know, backstage you try to not be heard from the audience. Right. We were having trouble with that because Howard was so funny. 
Um, although his background is theater, so I'm not surprised, but still it was, it was hilarious. Uh, I, I love the fact that everyone involved has a sense of humor. Uh, and yes, you, you go there, public figures, they should have a sense of humor, but, um, but at, with one prior governor, and for that matter, our, some of our current politicians don't seem to have a sense of humor. Uh, it's nice that the local, all the local people that, are we, that we're now involved with have a sense of humor about it. I'm talking with Kevin Karp, and Kevin is a local attorney here in northern Nevada. He's also one of the principal action persons at Sheep Dip that's happening every year. Over 50 years this has been going on, and Kevin, I know that uh, it's all in good fun, and I know that uh, it, you keep up with current events. Um, I do know that a while back, it was a number of years ago, that one of your awards uh, for the Shaft Award, I think, was given to Sierra Pacific Power. And let me just say this that sometimes you absolutely need Sierra-specific power and sometimes you don't. But it wasn't long after that Sheep Dip event, Kevin. They changed their name. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd like to take credit for that, but I don't think we can. You know, um, We've given them to the school board. We've given them, oh, we've given them lots of people. And by the way, I haven't mentioned this yet, but tickets are on sale now at the uh, El Dorado. T you can call the El Dorado ticket office and they will be happy to accommodate all your ticket needs. The theater holds hundreds and hundreds of people. I'm trying to remember what the maximum i think it's over 600 and we would love to sell out because of course the more people that come and buy tickets the more money we can give to charity you know that sounds like a fun event and i'm encouraging everybody to join us at sheep dip 2018 january 12th and 13th at the el dorado theater el dorado very theater. nice you know what i love about the el dorado all the great restaurants that are around there it would be a great dinner and uh event to take a loved one it would be wonderful and and their theater it's it's the newest of the theaters that are in town, uh, in terms of the casino theaters, so, so the technology is is recent. The seats are comfortable. There's not a bad from a view from a view of the stage standpoint. There's not a bad seat in the house. I know it's really a great great facility. Where else would you like people to go to, uh, website wise, or to find out about getting those tickets besides Sheep the Eldorado? Dip, Sheep Dip Show. It's hard to say it sometimes. Sheepdipshow.org. Uh, is where they can go for information. We also have a Facebook page, a Sheep Dip Show Facebook page, uh, and of course, the El Dorado uh, ticket office. A lot of fun at Sheep Dip. Kevin, you are very active in Northern Nevada, not just with Sheep Dip, but with all things good in our Truckee Meadows area. We're gonna talk about the real estate market in Northern Nevada as we have some information on builder sentiment. Yeah, more and more people seem to be building new homes. That can be great opportunities for people that are looking for homes but also challenges can arise when you're looking to purchase new construction. That and more after this quick message. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 104-2857. 
Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today, enjoying conversation and talking about real estate and real estate for investors. This winter, I'm talking about how warm I am at home compared to last year. Last year, it was freezing until I called the good folks at SunTech Solar Screenings. And no, I didn't have them install solar screens. I had them install storm panels. You can't even see them when they're up on the house. They're totally transparent, but boy, do they block the wind and the cold from coming in those little cracks around the windows, you know. Even a new home with double pane or triple pane windows after a while, they start to leak a little bit of air. When you put SunTech solar screening on your home, huge difference. It's quieter, first of all, and then it's warmer because you don't get that breeze coming in when the wind blows like it did last night. And the cost, very inexpensive. In fact, I'm sure we have saved more money on utilities than it actually cost to put those storm panels on last winter. And there's still time to save money on your heating bills this winter and into the new year by calling the good folks at Solar Screens of Reno, SunTech Solar Screens. You can get all of their information on storm panels and more at their website, solarscreensofreno.com. Tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, Kevin Karp. Kevin is performing at Sheep Dip, one of the premier events in northern Nevada. It's taking place in January, the 12th and the 13th at the El Dorado Theater. And Kevin Karp was with us in the studio. Hope you're enjoying being here today, Kevin. I am enjoying it immensely, and I hope the uh, people listening will come out and laugh and enjoy Sheep Dip. I'm, I'm sure if they come, they will laugh. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Boy, you know, we're all looking for some laughs nowadays because... Things seem to be so serious all over anymore, you know, what with all the political activities and the accusations and the defenses, new laws to consider every single day. And we're loaded with with uh, information, Kevin, with all the smartphones and multiple channels. I mean, it's hard to get away and have a good time right now. Sheep dip is one of those ways you can actually go laugh at laugh at some real life, right? That's right. Support a local event that supports local charities. That is at the El Dorado Theater, thanks to the Carano fan family who understood that we were, were looking for a new home and they were happy to offer their theater. And we are very thankful to them for allowing us to uh, use their theater for this event. So Sheep Dip, obviously, is I would think it's named after our state animal, right? The bighorn sheep? <laughs> so that would make California probably has the big bear dip or something like that? <laughs> I, I honestly have no idea what California has, <laughs> but... Uh, but um, the uh, Sheep Dip actually started with the uh, ad- advertising executives organization here in town. Oh, that's right. Yes, that started yes. it um, as a charitable roast, to use your term from before. And then they didn't want to do it anymore. But people who had been doing it wanted to keep it going and, and formed their own organization. And, and, we have, and we have kept it going. And like I said, this is Sheep Dip 54. Um, we were talking about, you talked about the seriousness of, of, of politics these days. Brian Sandoval is hilarious. Uh, he he does a video at the beginning of Sheep Dip ever since he took the governor's chair, and and he's always um, happily willing to laugh at himself uh, for charity. And he's cooperated with Sheep Dip every single year. In fact, uh, um, this year he was he asked if there was any more he could do after he filmed filmed his video, and that's actually not unusual for him. Uh, and it hasn't been unusual for most of the governors. They were 
have they've all been happy to participate. Probably because their job can be so serious, it's nice for them to get involved in something for laughter and oh, for you know and absolutely. for charity. I, yeah, almost anybody in politics has about half the people <clears throat> in his districts or constituency laughing at him anyway. <laughs> so why not put it on an event so that people really really let it loose? So you, you you have performed there for a number of years because you also are a performer. You mentioned in the earlier break that you have a band, uh, Baker Street. You guys perform locally. Uh, how long have you been doing this kind of work yourself? Well, I've been involved in professional musical theater since I was five. And uh, Did the child, child labor laws did, until I, that I time? I did. I did the child <laughs> performing, child singing, and... Uh, and then I've I've also done jazz. I've done uh, opera. And uh, ten years ago, I met Adrian Baker, who's the head of my band Baker Street. Oh, and, that's what the guy's name. And got he it. has made a living from rock and roll, nothing but rock and roll his entire his entire life. He started professionally at seventeen, and and he was with the Beach Boys for twenty two years, and he was with Frankie Valli for a few years, and he had his own top ten hit band in London in the seventies. And, uh, and so I met Adrian at a party and we started jamming and we ended up putting a band together. And, and so now I perform with Baker street, uh, anywhere from two to four times a month. Well, you know, I have to let our audience know, I listened to Kevin Carp and Baker street perform at a function. Oh, it's about a month ago. I took my lovely fiance, Sherry Hill with me and boy, we had a great time. It was just amazing. What beautiful sounds can come out of a group like Baker Street. And, you know, in most cases, you don't expect it because, um, you know, you just don't expect normal people to have such great voices and great talent. I find that many people, in fact, Kevin, in northern Nevada, because I interview a lot of realtors, lenders, many, many people have great musician talents and other kinds of talents. It's really a, a great way for people to know people in the community and what they do beyond just their profession. We also have an amazing number of people in this community that have professional uh, performing backgrounds. Um, I mean, they don't make a living at it now like I don't make a living at it now because they realized it would that poverty was more likely than success, so they changed to a profession that they could actually um, support their families with. But but they they still have the talent and they still have the skills and they still periodically get out there and do it, and they're wonderful. We have so many talented people in this community. It's it's amazing for a town this size. Yeah, so that you know, if somebody is new to the area or considering moving to northern Nevada, that's one of the cool things about this place is it's not only beautiful to look at and easy to access because it's not a big city that we live in, but you meet some really, really fascinating people. There are some of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life are right here in northern Nevada, Kevin, and I think it's because somehow there's a gravity, a celebrity gravity here that draws these big names and and big ideas and people in northern Nevada they're not really afraid to perform because that's really what makes it special to be here that's what we like to do you feel comfortable doing what you do absolutely and you come here and you stay I mean I came here in 1978 and I've never thought of moving since and I, I met my beautiful wife here in 1981 and uh, and we've raised our kids here people go are you a native and I go no I'm not a native but all my kids are that's all there you go that's the way <laughs> Hey, we got to get a little real estate action and real estate talk into this segment. So it wasn't not long ago, Kevin, I was reading one of the trades that builder sentiment, right? The, the builders themselves, they feel very excited about not only northern Nevada, but all of the United States because people need homes. In fact, it was just not long ago that the um, builder's sentiment has risen to another hundred and uh, some odd points because... The sentiment is based upon what's happening in the builder's world. 
Uh, in fact, uh, the, the latest release says that it wasn't 100. It was 74. Now, the scale is from 0 to 100, but the, the sentiment from the National Association of Home Builders went up to 74 this month, and that's the highest reading since July of 90, 1999, which is more than 18 years ago. And that was before all this boom and bust came together. Readings above 50 indicate that more builders see sales conditions as good than poor. And the index has remained above 60 since September of 26, but now it's going up again even more, up to 74. And that ties in, Kevin, with what I read uh, in another era, another uh, uh, documentary here that I'd seen about building, and that's the proposal of to build 4,700 more homes on the site of the former Butler Ranch in southeast Reno. It's a development that has the potential to quickly address the region's housing shortage. The downside, of course, is it's in the middle of a critical floodplain. And another downside, Kevin, that isn't mentioned in the article is that new homes cost more. I mean, it's getting more and more expensive to buy a home, whether it's an existing home or a new home in northern Nevada. What do you think about 4,700 more homes in the South Reno? Um, I think that it's a start. <laughs> I, see, I know so many people that are looking for, looking for homes. Uh, and, uh, of course, the biggest problem is that uh, I've, I've lived here before when there's been a boom in building. And, and then, of course, it, it has a, there's an adjust. I think the, the financial people call it an adjustment um, when when things when the bubble at least lets out a little bit of air and then it, it, it happens again. What I what I truly do, don't understand and uh, and I'm not it's not my profession is I've lived here long enough to remember the politicians saying we didn't have enough water for new people moving in, and I haven't heard that mentioned in the last God years. So if we didn't have water 20 years ago, I don't understand why we have it now. But I'm hoping we do because. I'm in this community like everybody else, and I want to be able to have water to drink and, and to use around my house and my family and my kids and my grandchildren. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they've solved that problem and, uh, and that it won't be a problem in the future. Um, at, in my neighborhood, I'm not surprised by this Butler Ranch thing because I live off the Mount Rose Highway, and there's large segments of empty land that have sat there all the years I've lived off it, up there, and all of a sudden they're building on like five Hundred hundred plus acre areas of land in my in uh, in the area where I live, which means if they're building, builders are usually pretty smart. They don't build if there's if they can't find buyers or or develop or or companies that want the property. So if they're building, there's going to be a market for what they're building. You know it, Kevin. In fact, I would like our listeners to know that if you're considering buying new construction, it's really important that you get some guidance before you talk to a builder. Builders have a funny way of doing business, and it's different than buying an existing family home. In essence, here's what I recommend. I recommend that you call me before you go visit a builder because I would love to give you some free tips and free advice on how to get the best value on new construction. But you've got to call or send an email before you visit with the builder because they have a, a funny system. If you have zero representation when you first contact them, they're not going to deal with any representatives you might have in the future, be it someone like myself, a consultant, or someone like a realtor. So please, before you decide to talk to a builder for new construction homes, call me, Peter, at 775-786-5515 or send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. Getting back to Butler Ranch, Kevin, that 900 acres that's being talked about in South Reno because it, you know the challenge is that a lot of it is in a critical floodplain. I got an idea. How about houseboats out down there? Wouldn't that be good? That <laughs> way they float. <laughs> well, didn't they? I, I don't. I seem to remember part of Double Diamond 
when they built those homes, they didn't build them on uh, on footings. They built them on slabs. Yeah, I believe so. And the slabs could move a little little bit when in the like in the '97 flood. Um, I, d I don't understand the engineering of that, but that there's no reason I, I need to since I'm a lawyer, not, yeah, <laughs> not well, an engineer. Well, yeah. um, mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, let's face it, we, we do live in an area that they talk about 50 year floods. I've been here 40 years. I've been through two of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know why they still call them 50 year floods, but presumably um, the Butler Ranch developer wouldn't be building wouldn't be building them there if they didn't have a way to make sure the homes didn't float down the streams during that the next 50-year flood. I'm sure they've found a way, and that's a beautiful area to live into, by the way. I absolutely love visiting that part of the Truckee Meadows. Kevin, we have a lot to talk about always, but always, again, seem to run out of time before we run out of the content. I would like for people to know more about the Sheep Dip event. One more time, date and time. Date and time, January 12th and 13th at the El Dorado Theater. Call the El Dorado Ticket Office or look up, look up the website, sheepdipshow.org. And also on Facebook, Sheep Dip Show. All right, we'll put all that up there. And, you know, just as a thank you for being here with us today, before we sign off, let our listeners know about your legal practice here in Northern Nevada. Uh, my name is Kevin Karp. My office is in the Frankovich House. For those of you who have lived here long enough to know where that is, it's over by St. Mary's Hospital at 6th and Washington. And my practice is primarily concerns personal injury, criminal defense, and contract litigation. Um, and that's how I make my living because as much as I wish it would, things like Sheep Dip and Baker Street <laughs> don't provide a living. Of course, Sheep Dip, we're all volunteers. Oh, yeah. Um, and Baker Street, you know, if, if they ever truly added a couple of zeros to my Baker Street paycheck, I'd have to think about whether or not I want to be an attorney anymore because I've been doing it for over 30 years. Well, I see that you enjoy that tremendously. And I think it's good for you to have that outlet because uh, you're always performing when you're with Baker Street. You're performing when you're at Sheep Dip, and you're performing in front of a judge and jury sometimes, right? You've got to get your best game on. Quite often. <laughs> Enjoy having you, Kevin. Maybe you'll come back and visit with us soon. Peter, good to see you. All right, we will be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this message. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you, enjoying conversation like I do every week with industry experts in the real estate business. We just finished up with Kevin Karp. Fantastic things coming up uh, this month. Sheep Dip, January 12th and 13th. I was just telling my producer, Taylor, that uh, the only dip I like better than Sheep Dip is avocado dip. Excellent with nachos. Mm -mm -mm. Sheep Dip, yeah, you got to check it out. Hey, today I want to talk also about something that's very important to me, and I would bet 
It's very important to you, a family member, or a loved one. It's about investment property. Now, I'm not talking about typical investment property where you're just looking to buy investment property to get some cash flow going, maybe put some of your cash to work, maybe build some equity as your home is worth more and more, it seems like, as time goes on. Plus, as you pay the principal down and I mean, someday maybe you won't even have payments on that house. You'll have a big asset if you buy investment property, an asset, in fact, that is going to generate cash flow. And let's talk about what cash flow is. Cash flow is getting more money every month on your investment than you actually have to pay on your investment. So if you buy an investment that costs you, let's say, $2,000 a month on payments and you are earning $2,200 a month on income, from rent, let's say, on that property, you're, you've got $200 of positive cash flow each month. Now, if that happens all year long, you know, you'll end up with $2,400 of positive cash flow. That's extra cash that you have just for doing the work of getting investment property together, getting a tenant in there, be it commercial or primary residence. And then so $200 a month, $2,400 a year, right? In 10 years, if you continue doing that, in 10 years, you have $24,000 of cash flow. Isn't that amazing? $24,000 of cash flow. If you do two years, uh, 20 years of that, you're going to have $48,000 of cash flow. See what I'm getting at? Do 30 years where you're getting $200 a month of cash flow, and in 30 years, you know what it's going to be? You'd have $60,000 of cash flow over the course of 30 years if you can pull off some investment property and earn $200 a month of cash flow. Now, we know that there's probably going to be some maintenance costs associated with that. It's going to be some general things that wear out that you have to replace. But the likelihood is that in those 30 years, your rents, the amount of money you charge for people to use your rent your property, will go up also. It's not going to be $200 from the very beginning. We did that as an example for the 30 years. But if you add a little increase in that every year, every couple of years, you know, every time you get a new tenant, um, and as the market changes and demand for rental properties continues to go up because it looks like it's not going anywhere in, in any other direction, but, I mean, you're going to be earning more than $200 a month cash flow, but you have to buy the price the property at the right price. You have to structure it properly. You have to inspect it properly. You have to make sure that it's not going to cost you more than what you're getting out of it. That's why you can't do it on your own. You absolutely have got a team, have to have a team of professionals. The first thing you've got to do is get pre-approved for a mortgage if you're going to buy this property on credit. And I recommend it. If you're buying an investment property, buy it on credit. Why would you want to sink in $200,000, $300,000 or more of your hard-earned cash, pulling out of your bank to give somebody else when you can get a loan for less than 4 5 6 even 6%, it's a great deal. You just have to have the resources to put the down payment requirement on investment property. It might be as low as 10%, maybe 15 or 20%. But rather than pay cash, get a mortgage. So get pre-approved for a mortgage. That way you'll know what your capacity is. What's the next thing to do? Well, the next thing to do is to talk to a great realtor that knows what you're looking for, knows what your time frame is, knows what your budget is, and knows the real estate market. Look, a lot of people get their real estate licenses and then the next day they're experts. Trust me, it doesn't work that way. You know, an expert is somebody that has been working at their craft for a long, long time. I consider an expert anybody that has gone in their profession for five years or more. Now, that's not true in all cases. That doesn't make you an automatic expert. But if you've been a realtor for less than five years, I don't care how good you are, you're not an expert yet. 
And there are levels of expertise. You know, are you an expert in investment property? Are you investor uh, friendly? Are you an expert in manufactured homes or maybe commercial properties? There's all sorts of different things. You have to ask questions when you're talking and interviewing realtors. Yeah, interviewing realtors. Don't just pick the first realtor you talk to. Don't just pick the realtor that has their name on the sign in the front of the house. And don't just pick your realtor because somebody said you should go to this person. Look, most people don't know. When they're referring somebody, they don't know what they're doing. Ask about their background. They want to refer a particular realtor, ask them why. What do you know about this realtor? Has this realtor done a lot of deals? Does this realtor live in the area for a long time? Does this realtor offer exceptional value and service? Are they easy to get along with? Are they easy to connect with? It's not just because this happens to be a realtor that you see on a billboard, or this is the realtor that I heard on the radio, or this is the realtor I heard on TV. No, anybody can advertise. It doesn't matter what your level of expertise is. If you have the money, you can advertise. Whether you're good or bad at what you do, you can advertise. So advertising is just one thing. It just gives you exposure. Then you've got to do your homework. You've got to talk to people that know about the real estate business. Look, if you're thinking about making a transition into investment property and you really don't know who to talk to, I would encourage you to call and visit with me. Peter Padilla, I'm an expert when it comes to buying and selling real estate because I've been in the investment business for practically all my life. Let's say 40 plus years I've been buying and selling investment real estate and I've been helping people buy and sell investment real estate. I was a mortgage lender for more than 10 years. I know the intricacies of the pre-approval process. I stay in touch with mortgage lenders and realtors almost every single day. I'm not a realtor, I'm not a lender, so why would I stay in touch with them? Because I host Nevada Real Estate Radio. Very soon, we're going to be going into our 13th year of weekly broadcasts where I talk with experts from all different facets of real estate. Mortgage lenders, realtors, title, escrow, inspectors, appraisers, plumbers, electricians, all the people that are involved with putting real estate transactions together. That's who I talk to. When you talk to me and you call me for advice, there is no charge for you. And you don't have to worry that I'm a lender just trying to get lender business from you. You don't have to worry that I'm just a realtor trying to get realtor business from you. No. I do this as a public service to the community that's looking to buy and sell real estate. And I do that for a very important reason. When I first bought my home back in 1982, that seems like a lifetime. In fact, it is a lifetime ago for some people. Taylor, you weren't even born in 1982, were you? Yeah, he's shaking his head back there. See, a lot of people have not got time in the box, the life experience box. Ladies and gentlemen, I made the biggest mistakes that you could make when you buy your first investment property. All those mistakes, I made them. So listen, if you wanna learn something from somebody, talk to an expert. If you wanna learn even more from somebody, talk to an expert that has actually made the mistakes that you don't want to. Look, sometimes you don't know what not to do until you really know what not to do. Ladies and gentlemen, that would be me. I am here to challenge you on making a great decision on your next real estate transaction. And hopefully that is investment property because that's the topic of my conversation today. Buying investment property for yourself and for the senior citizen in your life. What's, what's Peter talking about, right? What do you mean senior citizen in my life? Well, let me tell you something. I have a lovely woman in my life and her dad is a senior citizen. 
a wonderful person, a person of character, a person with a lot of time in the life box, a veteran, a former top producer in the sales world, in the automotive business, in the corporation business. But as happens to many people when they get older, and I'm sure it's going to happen to me sometime, senility starts to set in. You don't start to think quite as clearly. In fact, you forget to do certain things, like take a bath, take a shower, pay your bills on time, eat on time, take your vitamins. I mean, look, when you get older, it's undoubtedly you're going to lose your capacity to take care of yourself. And when you get there, I hope that you've got somebody ready to take the reins and, and take good care of you. Regardless, one of the things you're going to need is care services. And let me tell you, I've had my bouts with elder care services in northern Nevada. I've probably visited every senior citizen home in the county. And after many months of working with different homes and moving dad from one place to another, yeah, I finally come to the resolution and the, the discovery. Many of these senior citizen nursing homes, they're just up for the buck. They're not really taking care of your parents, your loved ones, as well as they should. They just want that check coming in every month. And that check, it's huge. I mean, huge. And you're at the whim of somebody else's professional services. So I want you to think about this during the break. Do you have a senior citizen in your life? A mom, a dad, a grandparent? Maybe it's yourself. Maybe you're thinking about what you're going to do when you become a senior citizen. I've got great advice and guidance for you on how to purchase investment property for the senior citizen. We'll be back after this message. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio and Happy New Year 2018. I've been waiting a long time for this year, <clears throat> practically all my life. <laughs> Every year seems to get better for me, and I hope the same thing is happening for you. We're going to have a great 2018 at the Padilla household and right here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. You know, every year, senior citizens get a lot smarter because they have more life experience. And, you know, I'm approaching the senior citizen uh, phase of my life myself, but I'm not quite there yet. I have a lot of senior citizens in my life, though people that I love and care for, people that I love who have senior citizens in their life, and they love and care for them. And having gone through this with my own parents who passed away in their late 80s and mid-90s, and I helped them out as best I could along with my brothers and sisters in their senior citizen years, you know you're going to have to deal with that yourself at some point, either for yourself or more likely you're going to be dealing for somebody else. Because many senior citizens, when they get to a certain point of their life, they really can't take care of themselves anymore. And like in the case of my father-in-law, he really doesn't even know that he can't take care of himself. He still thinks he can take care of himself, but he can't. So we've been talking with different nursing homes, or I had him in and out of different nursing homes over the course of the last six months. And let me tell you, it's a nightmare out there. The costs are horrendous. The care is minimal, and in our case, substandard. Maybe not so much because of what the industry provides, but because of what my dad-in-law needs. I mean, he needs attention. And when senior citizens get of a certain age, 
they're either become extremely cooperative, almost like a vegetable, or they get belligerent. In fact, they even get combative. And that's my dad-in-law. God bless him. He's combative. Quite a fighter. He's a big guy, too. Weighs over 200 pounds. He was a former football player, a veteran of two services of the armed forces, veteran of three wars. And let me tell you, this guy is not easy to take care of. Senior citizen homes, retirement communities. Look, I know what they want. They want the easiest patients they can deal with. And if your patients, your parents, for your grandparents or any senior citizens in your life are really easy to take care of, they're very cooperative and they don't weigh very much and they're little people, they're easy to maneuver around, chances are you're not gonna get too many complaints. But if your dad or your mom or your grandparent is like my dad-in-law, he's big, he's loud, he's a former football player, he's a big guy, I mean, these senior services can tell you, no, we do not take care of anybody who is unwilling to cooperate. Well, that's the problem with senior citizens. You see, they're, not, they're unwilling to cooperate, many of them. And if your dad or mom or grandparent or loved one is like that and is getting to be more like that in their senior years, you're going to have troubles getting them into a senior citizen community. So here's what I've learned recently. There are many companies that provide senior services like feeding, bathing, changing of clothes, cleaning of their uh, apartments, making sure they take their meds. These people will come right to your home or right to the senior citizen's home to make sure that they're being taken care of. In effect, I have discovered that I would be better off in the kind of services I provide my dad-in-law and by paying less money by just putting dad into his own home or condo. You see, by buying a home or condo, dad now will be in his own place. And even though I'm not a caregiver, I'm not a licensed caregiver, I have hired people to do that. They're going to come see him on any given day that I assign for the services. So for cleaning the apartment, it's going to be maybe one or twice a week. For taking his meds, of course, every day we're going to be monitoring that, and some of that can be done on the telephone. For taking a bath or a shower, minimum, every other day and other services as needed. And let me tell you, dad is gonna be in his own home and no senior services community is ever gonna call me and say, Peter, you gotta find a new place for him to live because he's not cooperative, because he's a big guy and because he's loud. It's not gonna happen. So how are we gonna pay for this, you say, right? Well, first of all, get some estimates on what it's going to cost to take care of your loved one in a senior citizen community. You'll be amazed how expensive it is. I mean, look, my dad has veterans benefits. And he's still short a couple of grand a month to live in a decent, reasonable, reasonable, modest condition and environment in a nursing home. Over $4,000 it costs. You add on a few services, it's up to five dollars or $6,000 a month. Some senior people need a little bit more service, right? They maybe visit the hospital more often, have more meds. Maybe they've got other limitations. They might not be able to walk. Maybe it's just a walker that they can use or a wheelchair. They probably may need assistance getting into the bathtub or even going to the bathroom. A lot of them have to wear a diaper. That diaper has to be changed. You gotta keep them clean every day. And those costs go up and up. You add that to three or $4,000 a month, you're talking huge, huge money. Most of us can't afford to pay that. Now, what if, you were able to get your home and your loved one into their own home, or maybe they're already there. If they already own their home, rather than selling the home and send them to the nursing homes, which I guarantee is gonna give you some problems, find out what kind of services, like from the local care organizations that can provide meals on wheels or other variety of things to your loved one at their own home. Then 
they're living in their own home, so they're not paying those high costs of a nursing home. Now, if your loved one isn't in their own home yet, maybe they're renting, maybe they're already in a nursing home and they don't like it there, I'm encouraging you, the caretaker, the younger person in the loved one's family to consider buying investment property. I mean, look at it this way. If you're able to get an investment property of say $200,000 or $300,000, um, you know, your payment on that on, a, on an investment property loan is probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of $2,000 or maybe $2,500 a month. Sure, you've got to come up with some down payment, maybe about 10%. You'd be amazed what kind of opportunities there are out there. Some sellers will even carry a private note so that you don't have to come in with as much down payment. It's all about how you structure the deal, but the key is to think about structuring the right deal to buy investment property for the senior citizen in your life. Now, so you figure you got maybe a couple of thousand dollars a month on a payment, right, for this house or condo for your senior citizen loved one. And then you've got to interview some of the organizations to get the kind of care you need for your loved one. I guarantee you, when it's all said and done, if you can pull the trigger on an investment home, small home, or investment condo, for your senior citizen, and then get some outside care to come and visit that senior on a weekly basis, minimum, daily as needed, your costs, I guarantee, are going to be much lower than if you actually took them to a senior citizen nursing home. These are commercial entities. These are industrial businesses. These are conglomerates. You don't get the kind of care and attention you would get if you have your loved one in their own home, and you get to visit them as you like, and you get to send the professionals to visit them as you like and as your senior citizen needs. You guarantee you'll be money ahead. But the key is to get started ahead of time. Don't wait till your senior citizen absolutely has to leave their home and go into a nursing home. Get looking at it right now. You could buy an investment property now. And even if your senior loved one doesn't need to go into that investment home, you can rent it out to somebody else. Do a monthly rental and start to build equity quickly and start to get the process going so that when your senior citizen loved one does need extended care, you'd have the opportunity not only to send them to a nursing home, but to maybe put that person in your own investment property and then get outside care for your loved one. Now, if your senior loved one can afford to help you with that purchase, nay, many seniors have enough money to put a down payment on their own, just get with them. Get with them and get started on the process before it's too late, before they can't make a decision. I love senior citizens. When I was born, my dad was 50 years old. My mom was 45, so by the time I was a teenager, you're right, they were senior citizens. I know about senior citizens. I'm dealing with them right now, and if you are looking for some help with senior citizens, I encourage you to call me after the show, 775-223-3428, or send an email to me, peter, at nevadarealestateradio.com. And on the title of the email, put on there, senior citizen. And that way I'll get back to you even faster. I see that Sherry Hill is coming in to see me right now. She's walking around the studio. Hey, Sherry, how are you doing? Hope you're having a good year. I am. It just started, but already off to a fantastic start. I'm very excited about 2018. So uh, we were talking earlier on the show about sheep dip and all that fun stuff coming up in January. And as you know, I've been talking about dad and trying to get people to think about their parents, their loved ones who are senior citizens, and considering buying investment property as they're approaching those needs of uh, extended care, right, at a nursing home. We've been through the whole deal about what's it like at a nursing home, and I'm telling people 
that buy an investment property so that dad or mom can live in that investment property with the kind of outside care they really need will give them a much better life than they could get otherwise. Absolutely. And yeah, that's a whole story in and of itself. But yeah, if you can keep your parent in the home and at some point then, you know, a multifamily unit would be awesome because then there are other people around. You can rent out the other sections right. and literally and essentially pay for the care. Yeah. Now, so we've talked on the radio show before about how when you buy a home, even if it's for primary residence, it's kind of like going into business because you have to pay taxes. You have to keep the home maintained. You got to make sure your payments are on time. You know, buying a property, investment property, it's a no brainer. That is business. Absolutely. And certainly encourage. And right now, the, it's awesome all over the country. I mean, certainly there are tight markets here in northern Nevada, the whole state, I'm sure. But it's like, you know, if now is the time and the opportunity is present. So if you have the wherewithal and you're prepared, then it's a good time to buy investment real estate. You know it. And if you're taking care of mom and dad, senior citizens, grandpa and grandma, it doesn't matter, and you want to put them in a facility that is professionally managed, what's a better, better professionally managed facility for your parents than your own investment property? So that's why incorporating your investment property prior to putting mom and dad or grandpa and grandma into that property would be advisable. Absolutely. And that's uh, where I come in, forming entities. And there's lots of good stuff out there to make sure that you keep the assets you're working so hard to create. Let's take care of mom and dad, grandpa and grandma. Sherry, what's the best way to have our listeners reach you if they want to talk about buying investment property and making sure that it's structured properly for maximum benefit? Well, a free 30-minute consult that I offer. Get on my calendar. Call 775-786-5515. All right. Now, you've got the Sherry Hill Radio Show coming up right after this message. And who are you going to be talking to today? I'm talking to Dr. Tracy Weiland. We had an awesome conversation the week before, and we had to finish her 10 predictions of disruptive technology for 2018. So this is the second half of that interview. I want to thank you for joining me today. Awesome. Well, Happy New Year, Peter. And Happy New Year to you, too. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. My name is Peter Padilla. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio next week, right here, same time, same station. And stay tuned for The Sherry Hill Show. Goodbye, everybody. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.